0: Because markets are extremely volatile, Nikki. And That's
1: true. They are volatile. Okay. And you might not know that. You know? You might not know that. You might... Hey,
0: when you put your money into a stonk, you might not know this, but you're risking your money. Okay, welcome to the Shit That Did You Not Tell You About podcast. It's
1: called Shit They Don't Tell You, and I don't know if you've noticed recently, but we took the asterisk out. It's oh, just yeah. shit.
0: Yeah, finally. Because... We embraced it.
1: Well... It's not that we well we embraced it, but yeah, they basically like instead of censoring curse words, they censor asterisks now. Super So like now you have to not have an asterisk or yeah, we were shadow banned for a while on on Apple iTunes.
0: Yeah, we found out. Um so we had to I don't know how
1: many months we were shadow banned.
0: Very formally. So there you go. We changed it. But yeah, um, welcome to the show. I'm Steve Green, and this is my beautiful co-host and lovely wife, Nikki Lima. Hello. And today, we are talking about the GameStop situation. Yes. This has been incredible.
1: Everybody has been talking about it to the most extremes that I've ever seen. Like, the uh, the extreme of not knowing anything about it, and then the extreme of, like, trying to over-explain it.
0: What's funny about it is half of the shit that we're talking about with this, like, shorting and, like short squeezes and all this kind of shit. Nobody even fucking knew about like three weeks ago. I know. And like I know that, you know, no, of course some people did, blah, blah, blah. I'm talking about right. the general public, even people commenting on it and shit, talking about like all this stuff. Totally. Had no fucking clue, all these terms now. <laughs> all this stuff about the balance sheets and like, oh, we're gonna squeeze this hedge fund. They didn't even know what the fuck's going on until like the the guy on Reddit yeah. Well, really, the guy on YouTube. Well, it
1: can't go viral if it's too niche. So now everybody has to be smug and pretend like they knew they it the whole knew. time. It's the best.
0: <laughs> That's the best thing about the fucking That's internet great. sometimes, dude. I love it. Everyone's an instant read-up expert because they just read a fucking article about it yesterday.
1: Well, to be honest, like I vaguely knew, understand, I understood what was happening, right? I understand just in the concept, but then I had to re-look up uh terms, like not just shorts, like I knew what shorting was, but I just wanted to make sure that if I was to re-explain it to somebody that I knew exactly what I was talking about. Yeah. So I did do that.
0: Well, because I'm in crypto... I know all about shorting. I don't do that shit. I think it's super fucking reckless. It's like
1: being at the craps table and there's that dude that everyone's having a good time. They're all like they're all like cheering and everyone's winning at the same time and then a dude comes and bets against the table. Oh yeah, it's bad. And then he wins. Bad vibes. And then just like everyone just the, the fun just gets sucked out of the room. Yeah. That's what shorting is. You're that guy that yeah. bets against the table. And for
0: those of you who are listening you're like I don't know what the fuck happened with GameStop. Okay. So basically um at the beginning of the year, there was a huge hedge fund uh, called Melvin Capital. And they decided that they were going. They, they looked at GameStop and they went, oh, you know what? This is going to go down. Yeah. And we're going to bet against it going up. And we're going to bet that it's going the fuck down. So we're going to do what they call open to short where we're betting on it going down. And, it, and when it goes down, they're forced to purchase all of the shares for the company at whatever the price is, right? Mm -hmm. So um, they're making a huge bet against um, the company itself.
1: Yeah. Can you explain it in more simplistic terms?
0: Yeah. So um,
1: I saw the best description on Twitter. Go go for it. And wait, maybe I should just read it directly so I can actually quote the person. Yeah. So I found it. It doesn't have the original poster attached to the screenshot. Um, It's getting just it's getting retweeted everywhere. But um, okay, it's a really great description. So he goes, or she I don't know, um, goes, I know at least one of my followers doesn't quite understand what's happening in the stock market right now. And that's enough to motivate me to explain because this is somewhat of a turning point in world history. First, you need to understand what a short is in trading. A short is when you borrow a stock from a broker and sell it immediately at its current price. Then you hope the stock's price falls such that you can buy the stock back at a lower price and return the shares you borrowed to your broker, but keeping the difference. For example, let's say I want a short XYZ, which has a current price of $10. I borrow one share and sell it immediately at $10. I have $10 now, but I owe my broker the the one share that I borrowed. Then let's say the price of XYZ drops to $7. I now decide to cover, aka buy it back, my short position and buy one share at $7 and return the one borrowed share to my broker. I made $10 when I sold and only had to pay $7 to buy it back. So the profit is the $3 difference. But now let's say that instead of the XYZ price dropping to $7, it goes up to $15. So I still need to return the one borrowed share to my broker, except now it's going to cost me a lot more to buy it back. If I buy it back at $15 so I can return the borrowed shares, my losses will be the $5 difference between selling at $10 and rebuying at $15. Since the price can um, raise indefinitely, my potential losses as a short seller are unlimited. At some point, you have to buy it back to return the shares I borrowed. The more the price rises, the bigger my losses. Now, for GameStop a few weeks ago, a Redditor on uh, our... The Wall Street bets. Yeah. Noticed that a hedge fund had taken a massive amount of short trades against GameStop. They convinced everyone on the thread to join forces and buy as much GameStop stock as possible. This made the price rise and the hedge fund's short positions start to lose billions. Their losses even surpassed the $13.1 billion that the hedge fund was worth. Eventually, the hedge fund had to close their short positions and buy all the GameStop stock back, much at a much higher price setting sending the price even higher still this is called a short squeeze now the hedge fund is still declaring bankruptcy and the reddit thread is combing through other hedge funds with massive short exposure so they can short um so they can short squeeze them into bankruptcy as well all of wall street is saying the public joining together in this fashion should be illegal but really they just lost at their own game to the masses
0: so yeah that's kind of exactly what happened with everything yeah and what's interesting a lot of
1: people didn't understand like what shorting was No. So everything else after that is like, well, I don't know.
0: I only knew about shorting because of crypto stuff, Mm -hmm. but I didn't uh, understand like the idea of catching a hedge fund off guard or any of that kind of shit. I didn't even think about that stuff. Mm -hmm. I knew that that stuff kind of happens.
1: Yeah, like people are all doing strategies and stuff.
0: But I didn't know the targeting, like the way that you could actually see the order books and you go, oh, this shares, they're, they're really shorting this stock.
1: Yeah. And like
0: all that's so crazy. I had no idea about any of that.
1: One thing I still don't find clear is like some, so now they're saying that they are not going to make their trades public, but I thought the whole reason they made them public before was because they had to. So I'm, I don't understand that part. Yeah. Or
0: even how, how that's like, is it legal to do that? Is it not okay to do that? Yeah. Like it's super weird.
1: It's a lot of, a lot of unclear things about the legalities of everything, but that's what people are fighting about.
0: Because that would be the risk, right? Like if I'm a hedge fund and yeah. I even have the ability for whatever the fuck reason to short a stock 140, percent which is what these guys did. Right? Yeah, they didn't just uh, short. They were GameStop, shorting
1: for more shares than what were in circulation,
0: which is a huge risk. Like, mm-hmm. and, like, like, obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you. So if you're short and it goes huge, like this thing goes to like what it did, it goes to 300 and. Or more, you now have to purchase the shares that you borrowed, so you have to buy more GameStop stocks than exist. Mm -hmm. So you are completely fucked if that happens. That was your risk as a as a as a hedge fund, and you are allowed to do that for some reason. Yeah, which is super crazy. But um, so, yeah when when you look at this as a as a whole, I always I see a lot of finger pointing going on. Um, but the main person behind all this stuff that people, um, even on, on all these shows haven't really mentioned is this guy. His name is deep fucking value. He is, that's his name anyways, on, um, on wall street bets on Reddit. He also has a YouTube channel where he has posted for months. He has like a red bandana on and he has posted about buying GameStop like six months ago. Like, in the summer, he's posting about GameStop. Like, early in the year, he's posting about GameStop and how he's buying GameStop. He's going hard on it. He thinks it's undervalued. Like, this is kind of the origin of all this stuff. I think he has 300,000 subscribers now. I don't know what his subscribers count was then. But he kind of was just getting the company because he liked it. He remembered it from his youth. And he thought that it was undervalued at $4 a share, which is when he started to buy it. And he went pretty hard on it, actually. Like, he bought a fuck ton of GameStop stocks. So um, this entire movement kind of spiraled from him, and I, and I think that gets missed sometimes when we talk about this, um, where everyone says, well, all these people, they're just targeting shorts, and they're going after GameStop because it was heavily shorted. And maybe that's why some people did that, but this guy bought this stuff very earnestly mm-hmm. like months ago,
1: This is the guy that became a millionaire.
0: Uh, Yeah, like the multi, multi, multi millionaire. Yeah, so um, so I think that's important to bring up. And then so then after that happens, right? um, It starts to go up a little bit. Like he buys and and like at four, and it goes to like ten, and he's like super stoked. He's like, holy shit! It went like more than two x. It's awesome. And then um, I remember it went to like thirty, and he's like. Fucking GameStop, this is sick. And then people who are watching him are going, dang, GameStop is pretty sick, actually. This is pretty incredible. And then he, like, there was some kind of, um, you know, GameStop gives, like, a quarterly like report. report. And then something happened in September. And actually, this has not been reported on either much. Well, maybe now. But there, there was a hedge fund at the time who bought 5% of GameStop GameStop's shares. Mm-hmm. And they were a pretty big beneficiary of this thing running up too.
1: Yeah, because everyone thinks it's just a bunch of Redditors, but it's not. It's it, not. Yeah.
0: And so these guys came in because they're like, Where we? we're seeing some action here. This is September. Yeah. They bought 5%.
1: They did their own independent reviews on it too. Mm-hmm. They, it wasn't like they were jumping on a bandwagon. They weren't reading Wall Street bets. They had no idea about the Reddit forum.
0: Let me show you guys a cool trick about Nikki. Okay. So Nikki just said, they were they did their own research about it now watch what her computer brain can do watch this so what kind of research did they do on this company
1: well they did research on the intrinsic value of it
0: mm-hmm. and uh, and they what, what what what's that
1: what <laughs> I don't know. I feel challenged now,
0: you're not challenged.
1: You put me on a pedestal and I'm so scared. I know how
0: your brain works. So I'm very excited for everybody to see this.
1: Well, they did all this independent research because they actually, they're value investors, which is the kind of investing that I like to do, which is Warren Buffett style of value investing. And they, (laughs) so how that works is you scope out companies and you Find companies that are in an area that you know a lot about and then you wait for them to go on sale either because of an event that happens or um, maybe people are not believing in this company anymore or maybe they are going through a lawsuit or whatever. Like the pandemic happened for GameStop malls shut down. So anyway, they find that these stocks are at a discount and they were like, we think it's undervalued. And that was all them independently coming to that conclusion, not them reading a Reddit thread, but them doing their own research on how they normally evaluate a stock. Right. And they're a hedge fund that does this all the time. And they, by the way, they've been very volatile. Um, Some years they return like an 18%, which is a pretty good return. It beats the market. Some years they lose 24%. It's not like... They're just always just money, 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 money makers. No. But, um, but the, what they do, all the, the, the strategy that doesn't change is that they seek stocks that they think are on, on sale and undervalued. And that's when they make their move and purchase a bunch. And, and that's what they did with GameStop.
0: And like you said, some years they are up, some years are down this year, 700 million profit yes. because of GameStop. How crazy is that shit?
1: Yes. And they actually sold before the wave, like right when the wave was, a, was just starting is when they're like, oh, this is like kind of, this is in some, in some other world dimension. And that's when they decided to sell all of their position. Yeah. Um, but they had been buying it last year. Like, so it wasn't just this, it wasn't like a lot of the legalities around this that people are like, oh, these Redditors are, this is illegal and they're being investigated right now is because you're not allowed to artificially manipulate a stock's price Mm -hmm. right and so the controversy is isn't that what hedge funds do anyway because anytime they enter and exit a position they're moving huge amounts of money so it does essentially manipulate the price of a stock how come a group of redditors that are doing it publicly how come that's illegal but it's not illegal for the hedge funds to do it
0: that's what a lot of people have questions about yeah and i found it very interesting to see because wall street has basically snapped back through CNBC, Bloomberg, all like Wall Street Journal, and they're basically saying, "Hey, if you were involved in this, we want to let you know." Like, let's go back to the timeline, right? So, so GameStop takes the fuck off. Well, we're talking about it actually laddered up pretty nicely. Yeah. Like as far as like green candles, like going up. I'm sorry, green candles are like when a stock goes up, it just has a green candle showing you entry price, and then like for the day, it looks like a candle. The price looks like a green candle when it's up, and then a red candle when it's down, right? And so this thing laddered up. I'm telling you, if you look at the GameStop um, chart for the year, look at the yearly chart for yeah. it. You can just type in GME on Google and you'll find it pretty easily. You'll see how it, how it exponentially increases like stairs. And then all of a sudden it turns into a fucking elevator going up, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exponential. Like <laughs> yeah.
0: It's just crazy. And so um, a lot of people think that, oh, well, this just happened targeted. Like they like,
1: targeted a random stock.
0: Right. This and
1: wouldn't have gone anywhere.
0: Bro, you can look at the exponential growth. It's actually very, very much like it was there months ago. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't just some random new meme thing that happened.
1: Yeah. It's not like Dogecoin where they emitted it out of thin air. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, listen, don't attack Dogecoin. I'm not. To my face. I actually love. You do it behind my back. I love Doge. Thank
1: you. Dogecoin. Thank you. I love the whole concept. I, did, that. I
0: did too. It's a huge. Fuck but you. It,
1: it's exactly it's huge fuck but you to so,
0: a monetary system. But people are using
1: system. them analogously yeah. where it's like, Oh, dogecoin is a fuck you meme coin to like, be like, whatever. Crypto is not real. And, um, then this GameStop thing is like, Oh, we took a company that was going to go out of business and like we memed it and now it's fine.
0: And so, so that's, what's so interesting about this, right? So you have a comp- you have the, this, this hedge fund, they come in. And they say, "Guess what? We're shorting this thing 140 percent more shares than it even has." Okay, um, this this guy deep fucking value. He's making YouTube videos. Like, I like the stock. I like this. I like GameStop. I think it's tight. Went there when I was a kid. Like, I like. I think you know the consoles are coming out soon. The new consoles will be coming out end of the year, November. I think it'll go up. That's what these hedge fund guys thought too. Mm-hmm. Same shit. The guys who bought five percent. So. Now GameStop goes up, right, and then everyone kind of joins in on this movement, which comes out later that like, hey, they're heavily shorting this. Did you know that we're going to buttress the argument of why we why GameStop was going up to begin with, with this movement now that extends from Occupy Wall Street back in the early like 2010s, yeah, where a bunch of people said, hey, we think it's fucked up that. No matter what happens to us, 2008 happens, people get foreclosed on, there are bailouts for Wall Street, not for the people. There's always going to be some kind of a safety net blanket, socialism for Wall Street, socialism for big business, but no help for the people who are going through this, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that's kind of the undercurrent to a lot of this stuff that's going on. That people are, are I mean, the
1: housing market crisis, same thing. where the banks got bailed, got bailed out.
0: Exactly, and the car car dealerships got bailed out.
1: But if you lose your home because you can't pay for a loan, like you're fucked. You're done. But they're kicking you on the street. But the banks can can short all these people and, and they get bailed out yeah. if they
0: fucked up. And and that's what's going on right behind the scenes. Like when when you look at why this became a movement for people, when people go, "I'm buying GameStop and I'm not fucking selling it." They're talking about this. They're talking about there's this us versus them thing going on that seems to last no matter who's president, no matter who gets elected in Congress, no matter who controls the House and Senate. Mm -hmm. It just seems to be a constant that has existed. Your parents' parents dealt with it. My parents' parents dealt with it. And just seems to have been something that's intrinsically in our society now, Mm -hmm. which I think is now bubbling back up to the surface after Occupy Wall Street got kind of Squashed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, it, all of a sudden, it's kind of rearing its ugly head again, or, or not so ugly head, but to but to the powers that be, it is mm-hmm. right. So, let's go back. Right, GameStop goes up. All of a sudden, Melvin Capital is like, "Oh shit, we can't cover our short. We borrowed all these stocks. We can't pay for it." Then these other hedge funds come in and say, "Yo, you can borrow money from us. We'll help out." And then the redditors and these this hedge fund that five percent is like, "We're gonna fucking hold," you know. Well, the hedge fund's probably out by then, but mm-hmm. these redditors and these retail investors start start pouring in, and saying, "You know what? Fuck you. Yeah, we're gonna buy it. We're gonna hold it."
1: Well, and and like Elon Musk tweeted, Elon Musk tweets, you know, so oh. that Gang also stonks. drove a bunch of people, new people.
0: You got uh, Mark Cuban out there. Mm-hmm. Owner of the Dallas Mavericks, um, he's saying he's a billionaire too. I mean, everyone knows Mark Cuban. Yeah. But he's saying like, "Yo, I don't think this is wrong. I think this is people valuing a company, and the company can make adjustments on what their valuation is and where they want to invest their money now that they have these like the stock, which is basically a cash reserve if they want it to be. Exactly. So, um, so now all of a sudden, this is last Thursday. Um,
1: it's today's February third, by the way. Yes. So new things might have come out. We don't know, but
0: true. So last Thursday, um this is in the middle of what they called the squeeze where the hedge fund was pretty fucked already. They mm-hmm. couldn't cover it. They had somebody come in and try to another hedge fund come in, try to help them cover it. Yeah, and then the stock went up again. yeah, and it's now up at like three hundred fifty, mm-hmm. I think. And they're all going, oh fuck, we're we're all fucked actually. Yeah. I think Melvin's going out of business. Yeah. They're like, they're like liquidating.
1: And then Citadel, was it Citadel that came in? I don't to know. To try to save them?
0: Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't know which one, what the name was for that. But um, point being, two hedge funds trying to save one hedge fund, they both drown. Right. right? And Redditors are like hold the line. Yeah. And now new people, people I haven't heard from in years, by the way, are texting me because they know that I love like crypto and investment stuff. And so like, yo, dude, are you getting on some of this shit? And I was like, yeah, why not? Like I think it's I think it's funny.
1: I bought a share of GameStop. You know what
0: I'm saying? Fuck them.
1: Hmm. No.
0: Uh <laughs> but um but no, it was just it's just I look at it as we bought a ticket to the show.
1: Yeah, exactly. We, we got to go
0: to the show and we got to watch.
1: I got to say I'm a part owner of GameStop Which while it's sick. all happening.
0: It's pretty yeah. sick, by the way. That's why I love this woman, dude. There's, <laughs> there's nobody a troll could have married who's better than
1: this
2: woman.
0: <laughs> Uh, so yeah so then you uh, like Robin Hood comes out and Robin Hood as Nikki knows yes Robin Hood's known for like we're going to open the financial well, system Well
1: here's what I'm, bom- I'm yeah, bummed about with Robin Hood is that so they spent a good 7 years just building the trust of their clientele like they they really had an impact in the way that we trade stocks right now. It's like, it's kind of unbelievable. They, they did change the market in a big way that made it way more accessible for the everyday person, which was what they were celebrated for. Um, because before Robin hood used to have to pay for every, every time you did a trade, there were brokerage fees and very famously Robin hood came in and says no fees. There's no commission. It's so- It's,
0: so all the wolves of Wall Street fucking hate those guys. They hated Robin hated Hood. Hated those guys. So
1: so Robin Hood uh, ends up being this like um, iconic. It's it's this app, and I don't know if before Robin Hood they even sold parts of shares because Robin Hood you could buy parts of shares, and I don't know if you could do that before Robin Hood. But um, anyway, they're they're credited for uh, just helping the everyday person and helping personal finance and investing be more accessible to uh, the everyday person, which I love, I think it's so great. And their their mission statement, which I thought was, is very interesting. Their mission statement reads Robinhood's mission is to democratize finance for all. We believe that everyone should have access to the financial markets. So we've built Robinhood from the ground up to make investing friendly, approachable and understandable for newcomers and experts alike. That is their mission statement. I love that, democratizing <laughs> democratizing finance for all. Yeah. Which is why it was explosive controversial, it was explosive controversy when they then seemed to take the side of the hedge funds yes. and blocked regular people, all their people, anyone that's trying to trade on Robinhood, you weren't allowed to buy GameStop. You weren't allowed to buy AMC. You weren't allowed to buy anything Nokia, that was being posted any of the ones on Wall Street the quote Bets. The quote-unquote
0: memes. But they're companies. These are real companies. Right. And by the way, you could sell these companies, which could, would help.
1: Yeah, you could sell them, which would help the, the, hedge, funds, the hedge funds.
0: But you could not buy them. Because
1: when you sell a stock and no one's buying the stock, it makes the price go down. Yes. So... Weird that they would <laughs> allow selling, but not buying froze it. And then there were some rumors, and I don't know how much is true, but there's rumors that um one of the hedge funds Citadel was that was trying that was losing a fuck ton of money, also owns part of Robin Hood, so they pulled some strings on the back end. I'll be
0: very interested to see if that gets investigated. So
1: Robin Hood got into like really hot water. Yeah, for the that. brand
0: is fucked, I think.
1: That's why everyone was shitting all over Robin Hood on Twitter. If you heard any of that, but you didn't get why, that's why. Uh, recently, on Monday of well, this week, by the time this comes out, I don't, I don't know. It was last week. Yeah. Okay. So the Robinhood actually sent a, an email to I all of it. its to all of its yes. uh, clients. It says, "We wanted to reach out to you after a transformative week in the markets to answer a question we we know many of you are asking." Why did Robinhood limit certain stocks? We understand that the temporary limits we placed on certain stocks this past week were frustrating for many, especially since we built Robinhood to expand access to investing. We have also sought to put our customers first, and we wanted you—we wanted you to be able to invest on your own terms. To help explain what happened and why we had to take action, we wrote a letter to our customers and captured the key understandings for you below. One. For Robinhood to operate, we must meet clearinghouse deposit requirements to support customer trades. Two, deposit requirements are determined in part by how much stock a firm's customers hold. If a firm's customers holdings are volatile, a broker, in this instance, Robinhood, is obligated to meet higher deposit requirements. Uh, Three, last week, in part due to volatility in some popular stocks, Robinhood's deposit requirements rose tenfold. The combination of the deposit increase and the extraordinary increase in volume on these particular symbols led us to put temporary buying restrictions on place a number of uh, on a number of those small stocks and lastly we had to take steps to limit buying in these volatile stocks to ensure we could comfortably meet our deposit obligations we didn't want to stop people from buying stocks and we certainly weren't trying to but help we hedge funds <laughs> Hope you take away that But we did. At Robinhood we stand with everyday investors participating in the markets standing by our Robinhood community means being there for our customers throughout any trading environment will continue to improve as we break down barriers in the financial system to open it up for remember
0: all. we let you sell we were down for you to sell we were trying to protect you so yeah you can sell
1: they said they're limiting it for safety <laughs> of for safety
0: well no because markets are extremely volatile nikki and that's
1: true they are volatile okay. and you might not know that you know you might not know you that you might hey
0: when you put your money into a stonk you might not know this but you're risking your money
1: you are at yeah that, that stock could go that down.
0: That is what Robinhood was built on. <laughs> that is literally your whole business. Yeah. Is if I buy a stock, it could go down. I could lose money.
1: Yeah. And you have newsletters and articles to teach people all this but now stuff. They're
0: trying to teach me something during a hot stock that's getting shorted to the fucking gills yeah. by a hedge fund.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: By a hedge fund that is backed by another hedge fund. Yeah. But Okay.
1: Right. My <laughs> the only argument I can yeah. think of for Robin no, let's, Hood let's and it. this is not this is just to play devil's, devil's advocate, advocate yeah. is that Robin Hood recently like within the past year has also been under hot water for a uh, trigger warning a suicide that happened a uh, a young man didn't know how to trade options, right? Options are very complicated. Not everyone knows. But I mean, this is what's happening right now. People are, the hedge funds were trading options. But the options are complicated. And this person didn't know really what they were doing. And they didn't know the consequences of what could happen. And they ended up they ended up losing $700,000. They got a bill saying, hey, you owe $700,000. And this person was like 18, 20, like something like very young. And they were like, I, I, I don't have $700,000. And also, I don't know how long that would ever take me to pay off. I might be in debt for the rest of my life. I fucked myself. My life is over. And so they took their life. But what they didn't realize is that they could have sell, they could have sold those stocks and it would have been okay. It would have been a loss, but not as big of a loss like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but so not even
0: near that big because a of
1: that, they actually had a lawsuit filed against them that they were letting people trade that didn't really know what they were doing. Like, okay. and so it's not safe for those people. And so, And I don't know how much they care about people or whatever, but maybe they care about lawsuits. And so they see this situation after coming hot off of that situation as another situation where something volatile is happening. People can lose a fuck ton of money, money that maybe they didn't know they could lose. Maybe they didn't know. And and so they were trying to avoid another lawsuit. That's the only argument. That I could think of in Robin Hood's defense.
0: No, and yeah, but
1: that's they didn't put that in there. Obviously, they wouldn't tell you, "Hey, we're trying to avoid lawsuits." But um, well,
0: look, that could certainly be the case. Right? Yeah. Let, let, let's just pretend for a second that that we agree with that. I still don't know why you let people sell still. Right. Why not?
1: Why do you allow one? Freeze it
0: completely because you're like this is volatile and we just want to see what's going on. We want to zoom out or whatever the fuck.
1: Yeah, the fact that they let people sell still was what made it shady scummy. as fuck.
0: Uh, they'll never be able to shake that for me. I don't I'm think they'll be able guys. to shake
1: it for anyone. No.
0: So many. Although they got a Super Bowl ad coming out, I heard. <laughs> they're
1: well, trying they're, to save it. They're spending all the rest of their money. Yeah. They only have bad press associated with them right oh, now. Yeah. Every influencer I know that used to promote them has dropped them. Nottingham,
0: the like- uh, Sheriff of Nottingham uh, is now their new <laughs> title or whatever. That's what people are going with. Oh, really? That's yeah, funny. That's, that's the new meme about it. That's funny. It's not Robin Hood. It's but Sheriff. you know,
1: it wasn't just Robin Hood that, happened, that was doing this. Like, um, Weeble was doing a TD Ameritrade. Like there were a lot of brokerages that were also doing this cause they wanted to cover their asses yeah. and they Wait, also doing what? limiting what yeah. you could do with yeah. stocks.
0: Just want to make sure that everyone knows.
1: Yeah. Um, but Robinhood was getting the most attacked because they're supposed to be the ones fighting for the people.
0: We expect TD Ameritrade and right. E-Trade and all these assholes to do that.
1: Mm-hmm. But,
0: but Robinhood's supposed to be with me. Yeah. That's their argument.
1: Exactly. Right.
0: And so, yeah. Uh, that's why a lot of people are really pissed and when we come back we're going to talk about what's going on now mm-hmm. with GameStop. We're going to talk about kind of what like this movement is. Yeah. And we're going to get in the nitty-gritty about where it's going.
1: Oh shit. When
0: we return.
1: You know you know you know what like the future holds? I don't think I do. You should get into futures.
0: Uh, I I'm going to go <laughs> long, baby.
1: Yeah, go long. <laughs> I'm going long. Well, I do have a share of GameStop I'm going pretty hey, long with. Let's go
0: margin long, 100x margin
2: long. All
1: right, we'll talk I about that when we come okay, back, we'll be, we'll be
2: back. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's angi.com.
1: Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it,
0: Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> and welcome back to Should They Don't Tell You Podcast, brought to you by uh, Robin Hood. <laughs> now, that's where you go. You, you get go. one free
1: stock if you use our discount code in the description. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: Yeah, no, we're kidding. Uh, so, all these Redditors are now being finger pointed at, right? Mm-hmm.
1: They're being investigated. But
0: yeah, most importantly, this is very interesting. So, yeah. Jimmy Kimmel, who is a comedian.
1: Yes. And a talk show host.
0: And a talk show host. Has called these people Russians.
1: The Redditors? Yes. This is... I like how just being called Russian is an insult. It's McCarthyism. <laughs> like, I'm a quarter Russian. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, we all know that, you know, McCarthyism, for some reason, is back. Anytime you want to accuse somebody of something, you just call them a Russian. Yeah. Or a Russian sympathizer, and, like, that's a good insult, I guess. Um, But, yeah, so... He's calling this uh, a Russian influence campaign uh-huh. on his comedy show. You, well, it's funny. It's really funny, uh, as usual. And you've got you've got people on CNBC saying that this is foreign intervention. Which, like I said, if you look at the groundswell where this came from, yeah, like this is from Occupy Wall Street. This is the sentiment about 2008. People who saw, I mean, dude. When Obama got elected, I remember very famously, he told people, "We're going to make sure we cover your mortgages." Mm-hmm. Okay, five point five million people got foreclosed on after that campaign promise went away because that's how our system is, right? Mm-hmm. No matter who you elect, you seem to you, you tend to get the same result, mm-hmm. right? And so now here we are. It's two thousand twenty-one. People are going. I I just wanted to buy a stock that. Well, first, a guy goes, I want to buy a stock that I think is good. And then a bunch of people start going, I want to buy a stock that I think is going to fuck over the people who fuck over people for a living. Right. Right? And so now they start getting called foreign enemies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Wall Street bets on Reddit gets banned. Or not banned. It gets closed. Yeah. To the public.
1: The moderators. Uh,
0: Yeah. The moderators closed it on the same day that Robin Hood disallowed yeah um, buying uh, buying which fucks with the price no matter how no matter who you are no matter like yeah the, that, that directly fucks with the price right and then now they're they're quote slow rolling your ability to purchase the stock yeah. so that it can't go up that much it can go up sure if you want it to but it can't go up that much so like it went down to like um i know it was down in the 80s or something yeah. and it went right back up to 100 plus and then now it's still trying to struggle to get back up because People are still going. I don't want to buy this shit, but they're being limited. Yeah, pretty interesting.
1: It's very interesting because the way that they the hedge funds would even get out of this would be to try to just take their losses and sell at the lowest price they can. Yes, which is still way higher than what they initially traded for. Yes, but um, by limiting people being able to buy it, it keeps it makes it so that the hedge fund could get out a little easier if they want to take out that take that route.
0: It's a pretty nice avenue for them. Yeah. Especially if you got people on TV saying that what you're doing is wrong and it's maybe illegal. And then you announce the sec is investigating redditors and not
1: Not the hedge hedge funds
0: who are shorting something for more stock than it's worth. Mm -hmm. That doesn't get brought up. That's just the way it is.
1: Yeah. People. So the argument that the only argument I've heard is like for the hedge funds is that, oh, this is a common investing strategy. Um, okay, if it was a, if the, uh, let's just take that yeah. as it is. Um, you don't short for more shares than our circulation. And if you do decide to do that, you would know as a hedge fund that that's extremely risky. Like, And so the risky part of that is you could lose all your money. Like, well, it's, it's not so, that
0: risky if you get bailed out every time. And that's what the people are saying. Yeah. Right? They're saying, hey, we know that you guys get this every fucking time. I mean, look at what just happened with, with all the COVID relief packages, right? Mm-hmm. All that money went to Wall Street. I mean, you could say whatever you want about how we all got checks, but bro, we got nothing. Yeah. Like those guys got everything. They mm-hmm. could have given everyone in America a check for $20,000, but instead they decided to give it all to Wall Street. Okay.
1: It's pretty ridiculous.
0: It's how it is. It's how the system is. Like George Collins said, it's a big club. You ain't in it. Yeah. It doesn't matter who's elected. They're just
1: making it really obvious right now. They
0: really, that's what's amazing. They're pulling back the curtain. For yeah. some reason, they're just so desperate to hold on to their power, these mm-hmm. hedge funds, that it doesn't matter if, if you can recognize that for some reason Jimmy Kimmel's talking about how a bunch of people on Reddit who are doing something that objectively could be seen as funny are foreign actors. Like, that just blows my mind, honestly. Yeah. Uh, so the redditors just keep on fucking buying, right? They're limited and all that stuff. Now, all of a sudden, a new, a, a new term is out now, right? They call it the meme stock. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. Because AMC started to run. Mm-hmm. AMC, which is a movie theater company. Yeah. And they just had a horrible time because of COVID. Right. Uh, And so basically uh, a bunch of hedge funds were looking at shorting them. And then Reddit caught wind of that. And they said, you know what? We're going to fucking make a run at AMC. We're going to buy it because we think it's worth something.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I was thinking about buying AMC because… um. I don't think like eventually when it opens up, people are going to want to go to the movies again. Fuck yeah. And so it's at a discount right now. Because our first date was at AMC. Before any of this Wall Street stuff happened, the the Wall Street Reddit or whatever Mm -hmm. Wall Street bets, I was seriously looking at AMC. Yeah. I couldn't, I hadn't done enough evaluations to recognize what price I wanted to buy it, but I was actually looking at it. But I
0: feel like they turned this into a white hot issue. They
1: did. That Where like they, the only reason them. you would buy AMC yep. is to, to screw fuck this hedge yeah. fund.
0: But whereas before it was literally started by a guy who's excited about GameStop. Yeah. You can watch the videos. Okay. I don't, I can't remember the name of this cat because uh, his deep fucking value, but then on YouTube, he doesn't have his branding sorted out. Yeah. It's a nightmare. Yeah. I will have Mark post it in the, so you can. It see. It happened to
1: a lot of us.
0: True. Some of us started our names.
1: accounts at the beginning of YouTube and we went by our aim screen names. Oh. Uh,
0: mistake. I never did that, <laughs> by the way. Always was branded as Steve Green. That's Always. because you started so as smart. a YouTuber. So smart.
1: I started my channel as a just a per, an internet nerd. I just had
0: very smart people around me tell me like, right, exactly. give me good advice, Yeah,
1: so yeah. I didn't think of branding or anything. I just thought of watching cat videos and had to register a name.
0: I'm just saying I never did that dumb shit, and I think that's yeah, pretty cause smart. Yeah, because you weren't cool. Thank you. Uh, so, okay, let's talk about now the meme stocks are out, right? Right. And there's a, this, another <laughs> hotbed morality issue about Is that okay if a stock is being purchased because everyone's saying let's buy this right now versus, hey, we want to speculate on a stock
1: Mm -hmm.
0: because we think this is going to go up. It's the same exact idea behind it, right? We think this is going to go up. Yeah, Speculation is not illegal in the stock market. Yeah, You, You can speculate as much as you want on anything you want.
1: It's just usually the little guy doesn't win. That's all.
0: That seems to be something that they don't like. right yes
1: well what they uh, what it seems to be that they don't like as well is that oh you guys are just treating this like a casino like it's not a casino like you (laughs) have to evaluate companies and blah blah blah. but i mean i I mean i can understand it to a degree because you're you're talking about they're talking about these redditors like as if they're they just walk into into a you know wall street and pick a random company put all their money on that mm-hmm. company and cool. then you know pray
0: some some do but that's not what is happening here no and they made it worse by stopping not only well Wall Street Bets closing mm-hmm. plus the app Robinhood not allowing selling right plus all the news calling you an enemy of the republic if you are doing this <laughs> I mean you want to put some pieces together and make, make a bunch of people pissed off you could you know You can start to see the underswell of this french revolution that seems to be happening in our markets right and so now um all of a sudden silver gets brought up Mm -hmm. have you heard about this a little bit so silver is a heavily shorted commodity and the idea is that a couple of companies heavily control the supply of silver and there's paper silver versus actually owning silver right Mm -hmm. but it seems like the price has not like everyone says bitcoin um or i'm sorry litecoin is the silver to bitcoin's gold right that's because litecoin tends to go up like relative to bitcoin it tends to stay steady with relative to bitcoin that's when it got that moniker for some reason silver's not moving with gold 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 goes up mm-hmm. and silver kind of stays flat mm-hmm. right until recently because all of a sudden the people who are now like hey fuck hedge funds we're going to look for like hedge funds that are shorting things, which is a risk that they take. Sure. Because they can, people can see what you're doing. A rival hedge fund could target you. Yeah. And they're going, yeah, we're going to target these hedge funds and try to fucking run them out uh, because they need to fuck off. And so then they they attacked silver the same way. They started buying silver. That's quote-unquote an attack, right? They, mm. they bought silver. Silver has gone up. You can see it. If you pull up any silver chart right now, you can see it, it going up. And so... This is now the fear on Wall Street: is is shorting dead? we Will be be able to short anything heavily again? Because we're afraid of a bunch of redditors mm-hmm. coming in and competing with us. And then it's funny? just so
1: funny because funny. the only difference that's happening right now is that the redditors didn't form a hedge fund. Like that's the they're yeah. not an organized they're not, group. They're not an organization. They're not even sharing money, right? Which different. is To be honest, probably the most American thing that I've seen in a while. (laughs) Right? (laughs) When we fought England, like we didn't have, we didn't have like armies. It was just like guerrilla warfare. Yep. And that's kind of what's happening.
0: It's exactly right. It's exactly right.
1: But the origination of it wasn't just like, "Hey, let's just fuck over some hedge funds for fun." No. Like the origination of it was, "Oh, we want to invest in these companies. Oh, they won't. They don't want us to. Oh, well, let's do it more. Exactly. Oh, they're shorting this company. Exactly. Well, let's do it more."
0: That's why it speaks to me. It speaks to the troll the pettiness. The pettiness. Yeah. The insecurity. When
1: someone tells you you can't do something, <laughs> it's exactly like, "Well, why not?"
0: Fucking <laughs> out. I'm gonna
1: do it hey, more then. That's
0: one of your triggers too. It is. All I right. want to do
1: it more now. Perfect. That's why I bought a GameStop stonk.
0: I know, and that's why I love you. Okay, so let's talk real quickly about the morality of this stuff. Yeah. Because if you go back to 2008 yes. and you look at what what the powers that be did at the time, right? yeah. you're talking about Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, they told a bunch of people, hey, we think you can afford this loan for this house. And then on like after they gave them a loan that was high risk, To them. They knew it was high risk.
1: But they didn't tell the people that.
0: No, they did not. On the back end, they, after everything goes down, blame the little guy. Just like they're doing to Redditors right Right. now. Right. They're blaming them because they took a fuck ton of risk. Yeah. And that seems to be the pattern between these two incidents. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about about the morality of this entire situation? I
1: think it's hot garbage. Yeah. I think that... I mean, I tried to look at the other side, like I, I really tried to like look at the arguments for the hedge funds, like against the Redditors, you know, and I just feel like they're grasping because mm-hmm. none of this is illegal. Like I understand market manipulation is illegal, but I don't see this as being that. Like it doesn't, I don't think that they, obviously they're like, well, I wanna buy more GameStop. What if they just didn't want GameStop to go out of business and the, this hedge fund would have taken GameStop out of business? Like, what is the difference? I think that there's very unclear lines at like what is legal and not, uh, despite the morality of the situation. And the for the morality part, when it comes in, is is like, why are you only investigating one side? Why are you only investigating... This Redditor group and not any of the hedge fund actors. At least pretend
0: to investigate the hedge funds.
1: Yeah, exactly. But
0: they don't. So that's what I think that's what I see the most in all of this is the system seems to be laid to bear, right? Yeah. Everyone seems to see what it is. And maybe not everyone, like maybe someone's grandma is like I, I've talked to some people who are like, I think this is so stupid. Like these people are so stupid. Like, why are they buying totally. these stupid meme yeah. stocks? And I'm like, that's not what's these going on. These people are
1: going to get fucked. They're going to lose all their money, blah, blah, blah.
0: They, they, first of all, they're the ones saying, I don't give a fuck. I'm holding forever. Yeah. Diamond hands is is one <laughs> of the memes, right? right? I will have diamond hands as in my hands are so fucking strong. I'm holding these bags. Because now
1: it's principle.
0: Because it's a principle. Yeah. And we even said when we bought our game stock stock, we're like, we're never selling it. I'll give it to our grandkids
1: yeah I I mean
0: if it really is that you have to
1: sell when if they go bankrupt but yeah
0: I still won't sell it then (laughs) keep the certificate hey ship it to me ship me the certificate
1: yeah I I, uh I just think that um I think that the way it appears and maybe there's a piece I'm missing I'd always like to leave room for that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but the way it appears is that there's a system and they're like yeah like look, we're hella fucking rich. Like, yeah, we're millionaires and billionaires. We have yachts and shit, but you could do it too. Yeah. Like, you know, the way the system's set up, you know, you have the same powers. We, You know, if you just learn what to do, like, you can do it too. And I do like that. I yeah. like that in, like, there's a lot of haters on capitalism and mm-hmm. stuff, but in a capitalist, capitalist society, in a free market economy, you can go from rags to riches. If you just, like, if you do things a certain way or you apply specific knowledge and skills or whatever, you can compete. Yes, You're allowed to compete. You're supposed to. Okay. And you're supposed to, and that's what thri- what makes it thrive mm-hmm. where the corruption comes in is where they make it seem like there's a free market economy, but really there's a lot of just these high rollers at the top that are colluding together to make sure that nobody else, that they always win and nobody else and, wins. And what's
0: the first thing they're asking for? Because if you turn on TV right now and CNBC, any of these channels, They're all, you got these guys who, when Republicans are in charge, they beg, because they know they could make this happen, for deregulation of Wall Street. Mm -hmm. Like, please deregulate Wall Street. We got too many rules. It's ridiculous. We're just just trying to have the American dream, right? And then they do that, right? And then now this happens, and like, please regulate Wall Street. This is fucked up. Can you believe this happens? I can't even know how this happened to us. They're literally begging for for regulations uh-huh. because the little guy just beat just them won. at their yeah. own game
1: because they asked for everything to get loosened and that allowed them to lose boom yeah
0: and that's what i find so very funny about all this and that's why i'll never sell my fucking game stonks <laughs> i'm not going to so sell stubborn. i'm not selling
1: i know i understand
0: yeah if if all we had in our uh, in our cupboard uh-huh. as people like to say was a loaf of bread and I could sell my game stonk to get more, I would say no.
1: Well, I like bread. Well,
0: we, see, Nikki loves, Nikki has a really cool trick where she heats up a little bit of sourdough bread. She puts some- Well, uh, I put
1: the butter on first. Put puts the
0: butter on first. And I
1: put it in a microwave.
0: But it's, it's not real butter. What is it called?
1: It's earth balance. <laughs> Fucking good, Vegan butter.
0: Put it in the microwave. How long?
1: Put it on sourdough bread. That's important.
0: What's sourdough bread, though?
1: I, I use the San Luis Abyss, I mean, no, not San, Luis. San Luis. Yes, San Luis. Yeah, Very Louis.
0: important. If you fuck it up, Shout out, she's not, not going to like you.
1: Yeah. And then, and then I, I put it in the microwave. Uh-huh. I don't toast the bread and then like butter it. That's uh-huh. too fancy. It takes too much time. That's right. I, and then what do you do? And I don't even put it on a plate. I put it on a paper towel. <laughs> That's right. And I put it in for 30 seconds. And it's perfect. And then what do you do? And I eat it. <clears throat> eat it just like that
0: you could do it at your home anyone could do do it in a trailer
1: i democratized (laughs) bread and butter
0: decentralized and democratized bread and butter (laughs) and you turn it into a snack that warms your heart yes and i love it and when you make it it makes me sad i do watch you make it and it Mm -hmm. makes me a little bit sad because i feel so bad for you because i'm like that is a truly white trash poor snack yeah. A poor, truly a poor, <laughs> as you make it. But you, I see, but then I see the joy in your face. It's more fun. When you eat it.
1: Yeah. The people When they take themselves too seriously, they lose the fun in their life. Damn right. Like, if you're really going to criticize my bread and butter move, it's like, what's going on in your life?
0: Dude, even the Richies <laughs> who have the calamari. Yeah. They would like this, I think. If cool. you told him it was from like artisanal or from like France or something.
1: That's another thing I like about Eminem is that he has millions and millions of dollars, but he still talks about his white trash food that he eats.
0: He talks about wanting to go to Target, which I like.
1: Yeah. Well, he daydreams about going to Target because he can't actually go there because you get too recognized and it wouldn't be fun for him. But he fantasizes about going to Target.
0: He should go to Target in like a, n- a different country.
1: Maybe. Then he'd be fine. Yeah, maybe. So Maybe. He's pretty famous all over worldwide.
2: No, just in America. International, just in Detroit, I think.
1: It's an international treasure.
0: Um. So, in closing, Nikki. Yeah. As we look ahead. By
1: are we, no, By Nokia.
0: Are we buying Nokia? I are bought. I, I had
1: bought a Nokia during this time as yes. well because I wanted to. Full support. financial
0: disclosure, by the way. We are uh, owners of GameStonks and Nokia.
1: If you want to know my portfolio, That's I right. got. We have Game one GameStonk. Game Stonk. <laughs> one Nokia. Yeah. Um. But, you know, I I had a brick phone. I thought, honestly, the Nokia one, I was like, that's nostalgic. But then... I think out of all of them, um, the more I read about Nokia, they have some cool tech that's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, they got some access to some fi- 5G stuff. Dude, we're shilling our bags happening. here. We're
0: shilling our fucking bags. Listen, right. just, I, right. I read
1: the Seeking Alpha articles. Don't think I don't. And I, I was actually, surprised to can see. Can I say I,
0: I actually had to do the same thing? Yeah. And I had the same experience as you with Nokia okay. where yeah. I was like, shit. I yeah, was like, I, didn't I know. thought this was a meme stonks. So yeah, what Yeah, I doing? thought it was
1: meme stocks all the way but 100%. But I actually
0: thought it was worth something. Just in case the SEC is watching. We
1: thought, well, the nostalgia part. I was like, I don't want Nokia to go out of business. I was
0: like, this is a good company.
1: I still have a brick phone I want to sell, eventually. Yeah.
0: I was like, how about this? What a good company, I think.
1: Listen, they're the originals, the OGs. That's
0: true. Dude, did you know they've been around since like the 1800s? What? Nokia, yeah.
1: What'd they make back then? (laughs) The
0: phonograph, I have no idea. If
1: aliens don't own Nokia, then I don't know what the deal is.
0: So it should go up because the aliens own it. That's what I'm thinking. Or they're trying to lay
1: low right now. Watch the alien. The first time aliens show themselves to the, the public is them doing an IPO.
0: Dude, watch they do a brand deal. <laughs> they have like Nokia phones and they have Reeboks and shit.
1: I'd be so confused. I would too. Anyway.
0: Well, that's all we got for you today, folks. We hope that you enjoyed this I hope episode. that it clears up
1: some of the stuff so when you're talking to your friends, you can kind of school them a little bit.
0: Yeah. And uh, listen, we are on the side of anybody should just be able to buy whatever they want. And hopefully people don't make stupid moves for themselves. Yeah,
1: I'm on the side of Robin Hood's original mission statement. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I'm I'm sure there are arguments for the other side that maybe I didn't come across, but I really tried to find something. There was one that was like, oh, these are people's 401ks, you know, and like, oh, you're you're ha- cheering for people losing their 401ks. No, 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 no. Yeah. If you're putting your 401k in the hands of a hedge fund, then you are aware of at the high risk and volatility involved with that point blank. Otherwise you'd have it in in an index fund like everyone else making an an average of seven to 10% a year, which is pretty good. That's the market. Okay. And then you'd have it in your TD Ameritrade account and like you're fine, but (laughs) no, you put it with a hedge fund. So I don't think that that's the same boat of people. I think that these people are like, these are like millionaire people that have so many millions of dollars. They're like, I don't know what to do with all this. You do. You deal with it. Make me more. Make it more into more millions. Exactly. And so they give it to a hedge fund because they're the most aggressive. And that's what happened. So that's the only argument that I heard that I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of sad. But <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. No, I think yeah. you're,
0: I think you're on. I think you're dead on. All right. Well. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's we love show. you guys. We love you guys. Also, we do uh, an extra uh, bonus episode on
1: our Patreon, patreon.com slash sticky, S-T-I-K-K-I. Check it we out. We do a show called
0: Shit They Don't Tell You After Dark, where we talk about what's presently going on in our lives in a very intimate way.
1: Yeah. We do it in our closet. It's very <laughs> secret. And very intimate. fun. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Be sure to rate us because, you know, we lost a bunch of people on Apple iTunes from them uh, banning. shadow banning Oops. us. Thanks the everybody. Asterisk out. Bye. Bye.